Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 344 of the Drunk Testers Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, hey. What's going, Tyler? <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. I feel so exhausted. Oh. <laughs> well, well, hey, I feel kind of pretty, too. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of feeling kind of exhausted because of the work week and stuff. But I'll tell you what. I just can't wait for the weekend because it's like I'm going to be doing some bit of like cleaning here and there. And uh, other than that, I'm just going to be prepping for our freaking Games of the Decade podcast. Mm -hmm. Because, man, there's just so many freaking games I am remembering now that uh, I played over the span of the past 10 years. And it's like, I cannot believe I played that much in the past 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, from when I was 21 and now I'm like in my 30s I'm like oh god damn oh my god that's crazy to think yeah 2010 I think I turned I, I turned 20 oh man dude dude oh. man don't even don't even talk to me about that man it's like 2010 <laughs> like here's the thing I turned 18 like about a fucking 2006 so it's like I go and to like the 2010s right where I'm like in my 21 22 or some shit and all of a sudden it's like Oh, hey, now we're like less than a couple weeks away from 2020. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting yeah. fucking old. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. It's funny. The day of my 30th birthday this year, I woke up, my back hurt. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's like immediately when you turn 30, it's like, oh, oh god, what are these subtle aches now? And all yeah, of a sudden, it's like little touches of like the rig of mortars just start setting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god could you just imagine that just like uh, you just start the game and all of a sudden you just have these little aches and pains in your hands like oh no no what's this yeah it's like the cold is starting to get into your joints it's like oh i just wanted to play some rounds of tetris you know what the hell's going on and all of a sudden it's like crack 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 it's crazy man now 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 at 30 in your 30s you jerk off you gotta put your hand in a sling for fucking two months it's it's nuts now (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting to go that way, but oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! You, you had to know. Oh, now I cannot unthink it. Wow. Oh, it's like, oh God, what, what, what's that feeling? It's like, what the hell is that feeling? It's like, why am I sore now? It's like, what? No. <laughs> but, you, uh, go, you go to you go to work on you go to leave work Friday. You're fine. Come back to work Monday. Gables, did you jerk off this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> An ace, you got like an ace bandage on. <laughs> you know what's funny is some of my fucking coworkers do listen to this podcast. And oh no! Gonna, and they're, 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 now they're gonna think every time that I'm freaking walking with a limp. It's like, oh my god, did he just fucking masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Like, do you put you're limping? What do you like a full body masturbation process? Like, oh, this is like tantric masturbation. I want to know about this. Oh Gables. no! No. no. Are you the sting of masturbation? It's like a seven-hour no. process. What the fuck? No. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> That's just between me and God Himself. Anyway, you could tell me after the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, we're going to be focusing on the one thing here, and that's video games. Anyway, yes. yes. Other than that, though, it's like. Nah, I've just been spending most of my time now just, like, going through some old 360 games, and I tell you what, man, it's like, I've been picking up things here and there, I've now got a sizable collection to where it's like, 
I want to say near about 20 physical 360 games, and a lot of which are pretty fucking good, but, uh, oh, other than that, though, I kind of feel like that I got the feeling that I want to get at least one more game for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I know there's a bunch of sales going on yeah. in terms of the Xbox Marketplace, the PlayStation Marketplace, Switch, and then you have Steam that just started up their winter sale. I'm like, where the hell am I going to go with this? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> my initial thoughts. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, there have been some things that have tempted me, but uh, it's just the last thing. It's like I am almost completely burnt out of actually wanting to buy games right now. Yeah. So it's like one last one, the one final like hurrah and stuff is just probably going to be happening pretty soon. <laughs> but <Yeah>. anyway, <laughs> how have you been doing, Tyler? <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. You know, it's a, uh, you know, my arms in a sling right now. So yeah, they're now I'm doing okay. Uh, now both arms are in slings. So <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird thing right now. No, um, I'm a switch hitter. Uh, <laughs> I just about <laughs> to say, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Switch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad this is a mature I got, podcast. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I even got a manager in the in the uh, in my bedroom. He comes up to me. He's just like Tyler. He looks at my right arm. He's like, "You did a good job." I'm calling the bullpen, and my left arm comes out from the bathroom with with the hand soap. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Sorry. Too far. Too far. I apologize. I, I, never mind. I don't apologize. You can tell where our minds are going this night. <laughs> yes, oh, it's it's, God. it's late. It's late, uh, but um, no, I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, talking about the uh, game of the decade podcast. We uh, some I, I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago about about doing. Normally, we do like our game of the year show, like the, it's our last like recording of the year. But I think right, uh, right. we 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 kind of talked about it. 2019. I think we're we're gonna still do a, a game of the year podcast. Um, but I just felt like you know it's in the it's the end of the decade. I think that that's obviously a lot bigger than the year. And 2019, we've talked about not the biggest, greatest year of all time for gaming. Nah. Um, and it was just kind of like interesting, like listening to people talk about um, their game of the decades and stuff like that. So um, I thought it'd be kind of fun if we put our own list together. So we're we're all we're getting together doing our top ten list. Um, we'll do that sometime next week. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was it's a lot more of a brutal process than I thought it would be. Because um, there was oh, yeah. a lot of games that I forgot that came out this decade. We were talking about before the show where it's like, we like I thought I had my list together and Gables reminded me of a game I completely forgot about. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, that came out this decade. <laughs> so or like I'll have my list together and I'll, I'll double. I'm like, I think that game actually came out this decade. Let me go double check. God the thing damn about it, it this, did. The thing about this, man, it's like it's going to be that process where it's going to even feel even harder than the games of the generation podcast we did years ago. That's the kind of thing I'm looking forward to most when I'm going to be compiling this list this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I felt pretty good about my list and then I looked at it again and I'm just like, damn it. I kind of need to move some shit around. <laughs> so I'm never like every year I never feel good about my, my list. So, uh, I was like, eventually I always have one regret or something like that with my list. So I'm going to look at it again and before, but I'm not going to try to stare at it as much as I usually do. Um, but I'm excited to hear what you say. Um, and I, I'm hoping that there's nothing else I forgot. Because now I, I just remember that one more game. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to redo this whole goddamn thing. So, Oh, my God. I could just imagine you like the night after or something like that. After you get done recording that podcast, you just go to sleep. You have your girlfriend right beside you. All of a sudden, you just 
one eye just creeps open and is like, oh my god, I forgot this game. <laughs> it, it'd be like, um, uh, oh, god damn, what's uh, at home alone when uh, the mom realizes she forgot Nicole Culkin at home? That would be me. Kevin! That'd be me. I'll be sitting there like, the, I wake up in the middle of the night the, the next night. Journey! <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like Tyler, baby, shut up! It's like three in the morning. <laughs> it's like you don't understand. I have to like oh. sit there and like go back through a recording and like edit myself in, and then like you somehow like, having a conversation about this game and make it make sense. <laughs> it's like it, it it was like fucking Barbie something 2012, oh and we're having a whole God. conversation about Barbie 2012, but I cut it back in and it's Journey now. And make oh. that make sense. Remember that part where 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 the where journey gets their their car, and then Ken shows up. That was a great time. Great time. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. It'll happen. Um, you're gonna you're gonna say something, and I'm like, God, fucking damn it! I forgot about that game. I know it. I already know it. Gables. I already know it. I already know it. You're gonna ruin my whole list for me. <laughs> oh, just throw that one wild card out there that you're just gonna remember. It's like God. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> fucking bully came out this day. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Nope. I thought it did. I thought I just remember that. You it was lucked 2008. out. It didn't. <laughs> 2008. It was re-released in 2010. There you go. Who is originally? It was originally an Xbox game. Yeah. So we have some rules for that, by the way. Where like, like Resident Evil 2 that came out this year is okay, but like yep. um, a game that was just like slightly upresed or like it's just the same game with some better graphics, we're we're not going to allow. Um, like for like example, Major- yeah, oh, like say like Majora's Mask or like uh, Ocarina of Time. Those are remasters for the 3DS. Yeah, those are not going to count. But a Resident yeah. Evil 2 remake, that's an absolutely different beast altogether. This is a game that subsequently was remade from the ground up, yeah. and not only having different portions of like different styles of gameplay. I mean, the gameplay itself alone is way vastly different than what its original game is, where you had tank controls in RE2, where you have like a third person shooter commonality of like a modern age of this generation of gaming applied to this re2 remake and it's just absolutely fantastic <laughs> mm. i need to go back and play that game i want to finish it so bad too yeah but i remember uh, yeah. i started it and then like you know life got crazy beginning of the year and then like i went back like two months later and i was like four or five hours in and i'm just like yeah i can't like i need i just need to like restart that game and start over for the ground up Man, I'll tell you what, I want to finish that game before RE3 Remake comes out because mm. I've heard so many good things about the RE3 with uh, Jill Valentine and Nemesis. Oh, yeah. God. It looked good. Look good. That That's a little bit later. Yeah. It's a little bit later. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, but um, before we get to that, we got a lot of news this week. Yeah, we do. So um, let's do what we've been playing. Just All get right. that out of the way. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Let's have you go first, Tyler. I'm kind of interested in seeing what you've done. Okay. Um. So I played a couple games. Uh. I I actually finished one. I finished the Star Wars Jedi Fall Fallen Order. Uh. Last Ooh. week. Yeah. Right. Um. It took me like probably fifteen twenty hours to beat. Okay. Um. It, I I'm I'm going like I love the story in this game. I I really like the characters in this game. Um. I mean, a Star Wars game definitely helps too. But I, I, don't, I just like by the time the game was over with, I was kind of ready for it to be done. Like right. I, I, um, I feel like I, I was watching. Uh, 
I was trying to like figure out my like trying to like how am I gonna talk about this? What am I? What, how do I feel about this game? Because like I couldn't like get the words together. Then I watched um, um, I don't know if people watch like the girlfriend reviews mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's a really great. Um, they, it's like uh, a girl like is a, a girlfriend who watches her boyfriend play through games and then she talks about it on YouTube. And it's really mm-hmm. funny. It's really well put together. Everybody needs to check them out. But they did a, they did one on this game, and it was just like they purposely like they pro not purposely but they perfect perfectly put together like all of my feelings where it's like they took all of these different gameplay types from different games like they took stuff from dark souls they took stuff from uncharted they you know they took stuff from like 20 other games and they just compiled it all like a metroid game blah blah blah, and they put them all together but they're not as good as those components from those other games it's just like an amalgamation of all these like the 10 different games but they don't do anything nearly as well as those games you know what tyler i yeah that actually reminds me of another game that I played a long while ago that people back in the day actually could kind of had the same similar complaints to when to that of Star Wars Fallen Order from some people, including yourself. Yeah. And that game is Castlevania Lords of Shadows. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> because is that the one that um, um, they, uh, God damn it. Kojima they, made? Yeah, that was the one okay. Kojima made because okay. people had criticisms of Lord of Shadows, the Kojima-led Castlevania game, because of a couple reasons. One, it borrowed inspirations from God of War, Shadow of the Colossus, and like Remember other that? types yeah. of games from back in the day to where people, even the gameplay portion of itself is all right. And honestly, it's one of those games I really want to go back in, want to get back into and want to play just to say that I've played through it because I'm a huge Castlevania fan, obviously, and it's like, yeah, that's it's just kind of like the similar type of critiques that I'm hearing from Star Wars The Fallen Order, where it's like, you have elements of Dark Souls, obviously, Uncharted, this and that, like, the exploration of that of a Metroidvania, which is similar, you know, to Super Metroid and, like, Symphony of the Night and stuff, but uh, even though it's got all these different elements and stuff, would you really call, like, say... Star Wars, like the Fallen Order, like say a uh, a good game, an average game. What? Um, it doesn't. It's not like it's bad or average. Like it does a really good job of those game elements. Right. And they do a, a pretty good job putting them together, but it's just like I've done better versions of all of these things in other games. So I would right. say it's definitely a good game. It's okay. Like if you're putting it like like if Uncharted and um, uh, what else like Metroid things, like if they're like like the pinnacle of those it's like one step below in all of those mm-hmm. um but that i mean and i don't, I don't know, i'm not trying to make it sound like i didn't like the game because i really did enjoy the game like the combat's fun it's a star wars game so that definitely gives it a few points right there for me um and it's the first good star wars game i played since like force unleashed and that was like 2007 or 8 i want to say um but uh-huh. like it, no it's a, it's a really i really enjoyed it um a lot it's just like the entire time though i'm just like I've done this, like, this is more, I've had more, like, fun experiences in other games. Um, and just by the end of it, I was just like, I am, I'm kind of, like, I enjoyed the story. I wish there was more of it. Like, I wish it wouldn't have taken as long for me to, like, by the time it, like, it really clicked for me, I was about halfway through the game, I found out. Uh, and there wasn't as many cutscenes as I've, I've liked with the characters, because that's, and just more background on some of the things going on in that game. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, I keep, like, everybody, I think part of it, too, was, like, when it came, when it was coming out and people were, when it first came out, people were, like, raving, like, this is the runaway game of the year. This is the game everybody's looking, been looking for, like, for this year. Mm. And I think I kind of put that on a pedestal. Um, 
a little bit where I was like, oh, okay, good, good. Like I need that. Like we haven't had that game this year. That's like, like, like even like we like some years we have two or three of those games like this, and this year we haven't really had that type of game. And I was just like, and I was like, I think I just maybe overhyped myself a little bit. But even still, like going through, I was just like, yeah, no, I've done this better in many other games. And um, I don't know, like like I said, it's still a really good game. Like I, I recommend anybody, like especially if you're a Star Wars fan, play this game. It's really good. Um, or if you're someone that, like I, I appreciate Dark Souls games, I respect them. Uh, I, I like I like that kind of the combat that they do and stuff like that. I just I'm not patient enough or good enough to play through those games at all. And I, I'm I've always talked about I'm terrible at games and I can admit that. Um, <laughs> and this game is very hard. And I put it on there's like five difficulty settings. I put it on the second one. I tried playing on the third one, and I was just getting my ass whooped. So I had to knock it on the second one. Uh, even still, it was really tough for me. But um. Yeah, no, it's still a really great game. Um, I, I like I said, I like I really enjoy the story. I, I I hope there's more of them, and they deal more with with those characters and um and I don't know. Like some, one of my favorite characters in the game, I I don't think is going to be in the sequels, um, which sucks because I really like that dynamic they're going with there. Um, they they had like these um with the bad guys. I think are really cool. Like they have like the, their sister, like the sisters. There's like you only deal with the second sister and the ninth sister. So that tells me there's at least seven other sisters that we don't know about possibly. Um, but, uh, and they're like, they're like the main bad guys. And it, it, I don't know. I just really enjoy that dynamic and like, um, you know, Cal dealing with like, like trying to like, what they're trying to do is like rebuild the Jedi order. Cause it takes place between three and four after spoiler alerts for star Wars, I guess for like the ones from 20 years ago or more, where like they killed off all the jet, most of the Jedis mm-hmm. uh, at the end of episode three. And like the handful of ones are in hiding, so he's like he's he comes back. He's like he finds another Jedi, and they're like we we got to work together to bring back the Jedi, and that's what the main story of the game is about. And um, like I like that dynamic, and also him like dealing with the dark side, and like like he's seeing like like he's seeing like um, visions of him like going dark, and like it's just, it's just interesting. Like they did like it's kind of the thing I wanted to happen with the prequels that didn't really happen. Um, and like I, I enjoyed that. I want to see more. I want to see more of that um, throughout the game. And I feel like we didn't really get enough of that. And yeah, so no, it was a really good game. I I, I do want to. I, I don't. It's hard to say. Like I it's like preface that. Like I really 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 enjoyed this game a lot. Um, but I I wish they like kind of fo- focus on like one or two of these things instead of a dozen different gameplay mechanics, and just like like perfect those and make those really good. Because uh, I really liked it, uh, and the other game I, I started playing is uh, Life is Strange Two. Um, oh yeah, I was I was gonna jump into Death Stranding, but I'm like, that's gonna be a 50 hour game, so I'm like, I got Death Stranding Two sitting here, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, when's the last time I played that game? And I, I've talked about it a few times where I'm like, I'm as well, I'm letting the episode stack up. I wanted to get into it bef- and start playing it before Episode Five came out, which just came out, um, I think last week or two weeks ago, um, but didn't wasn't able to do that. Um, but uh, I went back and looked at my trophies to see like when I played the game. It was like September of last year when the first episode came out. So I didn't realize it was that long. I thought it was like the end of last year, the beginning of this year that that happened. No, it's been over a year. And it's crazy to think, though, like it's been over a year. And I still really vividly remember that first episode. Um, so they even did like the last time on Life is Strange where I played episode two. And I'm like, I remember like 90 percent of this. Um, that's how much I, I enjoyed um, the, the characters in the world. Like I remember loving some of the characters that are only in it for like a couple scenes. I loved them. 
Um, so kind of a quick recap what's going on is I'm on a, I'm midway through episode episode three right now, by the way. Um, so uh, there's Sean and Daniel. Uh, Sean's a big brother. Daniel's a little brother. And then like uh, they're, um, uh, Daniel's getting picked on uh, by this bully. And then Sean like pushes him and he falls, hits his head on a rock. And we, I, I think he dies. Um, we assume he dies. And then like a cop shows up and he's like, what's going on here? And then like uh, Sean and Daniel are Hispanic. And, like, he uh, ends up shooting Sean and Daniel's dad. And then uh, Daniel, the little brother, like, he, like, gets upset. And, like, this huge explosion happens. And come to find out, he's uh, he's got telekinesis power. So he can, like, move things with his mind. And he didn't know this until the, that moment. So now they're on the on the run for, because uh, they think that, like, he, they, the cop died. And they think um, that he's, they're on the run from the, from the law. Trying, and they're trying to go from... Uh, they're in Seattle and try to go to Mexico. That's what the game's about. These these two brothers, the Sean is like 16 and Daniel is nine, and they're trying to uh, get to Mexico and hide from the cops, stuff like that. Um, and you know, like I've 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 raved about Life is Strange one, Life is Strange Before the Storm as some of the my favorite character, like legitimately probably some of my character favorite characters of this generation, like up there with Mass Effect to me of like like just like just as a cast of great characters. I think that they, they built in these games. And, um, so it's been, it's cool. It's, it's been nice going back and play through them. And like, it's just crazy to me. Like it's been over a year, 15 months since I played the, the first episode. And I like, that's how, that's how much of an impact those characters made on me that I still remember them to, to this day and things that happened with, with them. And there's just that one episode, two hour episode. And even the little pre, they had like a prequel episode that came out last summer that I played through. Um, that was really good, and I still remember that one. And like, you actually do like that character actually makes a uh, like he's the main part of episode two. Uh, he's like this little kid who thinks he has powers. Um, but it was interesting. I, I'm really enjoying it quite a bit. Without it's hard. These I always hate talking about these kind of games. Um, one because I'm only halfway through them and they're being episodic, but also the fact that um, it's hard to talk about these games. Like this is story. It's a story based game. It's hard to talk about without spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't know. Like. I don't want to. I don't want to try to like. I'm, I'm going in my head. I'm like, am I liking this more than uh, the first Life is Strange with with uh, Claire and uh, uh, all those characters? And I, I don't, I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready for that. But I feel like um, I don't know. Has done a fantastic job so far with these characters, um, and it, they're making it really challenging. Like I'm really thinking. Like man, they might have done a better job with this game than they did with Before the Storm. And, and you know, even though that Before the Storm has been by Deck Nine. Um, and Life is Strange 1, like, they're doing a fantastic job. So, um, I'm going to keep playing it. Um, and I'm going to try to, I want to try to beat it this weekend, hopefully. Because um, each episode is only like a couple hours long. Um, and then I'll come back and I'll talk about the, the rest of those the next time we do a normal show. But uh, that's all I've been playing. Gables, what about you? <laughs> well, man, I'll tell you what. It's like I've been playing a, a, like a hodgepodge of stuff. So, it started off where. When I got my Xbox One, I just thought that, uh, okay, let's go ahead and just download a whole bunch of the games that I had for Xbox Live Arcade games. So I've downloaded, <laughs> I think I've downloaded at least about a good solid, like maybe 20 games or something Damn. from that thing. A lot of them were just small, like uh, file games, like a gigabyte here, maybe 500 like megabytes there or something like that. But uh, yeah. I decided to go through completely again the Castlevania Symphony of the Night, like the Xbox Live uh, version of it, the one that I had gotten originally when it first uh, released on Xbox Live. And man, there's some parts of that game is actually like it kind of chugs a little bit, you know, like a little bit of slowdown <laughs> here and there, and that's like, wow, that's kind of jarring. I didn't really expect that to be 
like uh, have that kind of a bit of slowdown with that portion of the game, and it's kind of directly in sort of the portion where you go through the underground cavern and stuff of the uh, regular castle. And uh, what was kind of interesting is not only did I do the completion, I got every single of one of those achievements. Which, uh, mm, yeah, you know what? I've I've platinumed the game before in terms of Castlevania Requiem last year. And then this year, it's like that one achievement that I never got on Xbox Live, I end up getting that, you know, with completing the game, not only 200.6%, but uh, defeating, you know, using Richter Belmont in order to go through and just uh, blast through that game. Because I end up discovering, it's like, okay, here's the path I'm going to take. So I'm going to go right from the castle start, and I'm going to go to the middle part of the thing, and I'm going to work my way up to where I'm going to take the passage by the clock tower, go all the way up to the the main section where it's like the all rocks quarters and then trying to navigate myself up to the clock room and so it's like by doing that i i just decided okay this is the portion that i want to go ahead and take to get to the castle keep so i can go to that warp and then all of a sudden when i get to the inverted castle i reverse that and so i went the opposite direction you know the i don't know how i did this though but i took the same path that i took going from the start of the castle the first castle all the way up to where i got to the warp inside of uh the castle keep you know where like you face off against uh the supposed boss at that point mm-hmm. <laughs> the last boss of that regular castle and then i used that exact same path but i reversed it upside down and it sounds complicated but uh to be perfectly honest with you i just took that i just had a ball with it because it's like Okay, I'm playing through Castlevania Symphony of the Night again, you know? It's like, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I'm going to go through and I'm just going to have some fun with it. And uh, what's kind of hilarious is, like, I'm just using some of the bit of the same weapons and stuff. And I, <laughs> what's kind of hilarious is when I completed, when I went through the game during Extra Life, I had forgotten what the shield rod with Alucard Shield actually did. And so when I was using that little bit of the magic stuff from that run... I forgot I could just hold up the shield and just run into things and just damage things. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when you use the shield rod and, and push like the, both of the attack buttons at the same time to activate the shield rod's ability, you can just hold up Alucard's shield, and it's got the power of all the different shields in the entire game. And so it's like you can run through and defeat bosses in the span of like seconds if you wanted to. Like for example, it's like the main the hardest boss the entire game is called Gallimoth, and basically he's like a gigantic freaking, uh, oh, like a gigantic freaking like demon or something like that that's like 40 feet tall inside this one room. And so it's like, he shoots lightning. He has this lightning rod, he moves in a specific order, and he'll basically shoot these like, uh, these dark matter sort of like bombs and stuff like that from his scepter, and it's like, how do you defeat this dude? Well... First, you get the barrel, the barrel circlet, which is like a hidden inside of a hidden room near the be uh, the beginning of the game. For well, actually, the beginning of the castle in terms of uh, the inverted castle, and then you got to go through, and you have the shield rod and the Alucard shield. You activate that ability, and you can actually just stand in place while holding up the shield, and you will keep on damaging him for like critical damage and all of a sudden it's like you beat him the span of like not even a minute and it's like oh man and we're talking like one of the hardest bosses the entire game but uh 
Yeah, I always loved having like fun doing glitches and all sorts of various other stuff in that game. (laughs) But uh, I'll tell you what, another game that I did play through, which I had forgotten how much enjoyable it was, it's uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2. That's a Street Fighter 1, right? Yes, it has Street Fighter characters in it. It also has Darkstalker characters in it. And the main objective is to actually create and actually match certain uh, little jewel pieces together in order to break lines sort of similar to tetris in elements of uh, familiarity it actually has different elements from different types of puzzle games so you have a match three a match four sometimes there'll be different type of modes like balance for competitive play for online which is uh, adequately named like x apostrophe for like rebalancing it in this <laughs> Because I believe the game originally was a PlayStation game, like an original PlayStation game okay. called Puzzle Fighter. And so with this like re-release that they did, Super Puzzle Fighter 2, I just had a ball playing as one of my favorite characters in the game, Morgan. Which is this, which Morgan from the Darksiders, no, the Darkstalkers series is like uh, this succubus, right? And <laughs> she's like one of the main like uh, mascots for that fighting game series. And so I'm, like, playing as her, and I know the specific types of layouts, and I'm just going through different modes inside of uh, the arcade modes inside this game. The match three, the match four, the regular arcade mode. And I beat through every single one of those things, and I had an absolute ball doing that. And uh, I've actually unlocked most of the achievements that uh, I did do back when I was in my 20s, which is kind of hilarious because of how uh, simple it was for me just to go through and play the game. Just uh, our twenties, the long, long ago. <laughs> mm, but other than that, I've just been dabbling with other games here and there. Like I played a little bit of Mirror's Edge, which surprising to me was actually compatible in HDR, <laughs> which made the game look so popping vivid. I went through that entire prologue and first chapter, and I was actually amazed at how clear everything was. It was the exact opposite when I was trying to play Fable Two, where the gameplay's still fun. The characters and like the story stuff is alright. The gameplay's fun, but at the same time, it's like the visual stuff is really cloudy, really foggy for like an HD game. You could tell that thing was not up for like a comparison, like an enhanced thing for that. But uh, it's original Fable, the anniversary collection. The anniversary like uh, thing is. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's see. Oh yeah, I decided to. P- I actually decided to try out Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually went back and played that one. I wanted to though. I'll tell you what though, it's like <sighs> I loved playing the original Left 4 Dead. I remember vividly playing that game and uh, enjoying a lot of the maps because of how chaotic, how fun, and how like. Uh, just intense the game could be especially if you have some like bit of people with you but man playing left for dead 2 and just playing through some of the first portions of it i actually did started to get like a little bit like nostalgic of those times but uh i never did play through left for dead 2 we have different characters we have different types of maps but it includes all the original maps though from uh the original Left 4 Dead, so that's part of the reason why I just decided to get that game to begin with. But, yeah, other than that, that's pretty much what I have been playing. Just 
old Xbox 360 stuff plus arcade stuff, and uh, it's just basically been like a whole retro, like uh, roundup thing over the past couple weeks. Yeah, that's good. I mean, we are we are kind of getting to we're in that weird kind of you know doldrums of the year where we're just looking for you know we don't really have nothing's really coming out, so we're all just kind of playing random stuff. Yeah, I'm just playing catch up. You know, I'm just trying to play Life is Strange and um, get into Death Stranding uh, here soon. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and also hopefully cross the fingers and get Pokemon for Christmas. Hey, I hope so. I hope so. I bet you'll enjoy that. I, I think I will. I hope so. I can actually play with a normal goddamn controller this time. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, well, Gables, we have a frack ton of news that's happened over the last few weeks. So I uh, thought we'd just jump into some of that. What's, um, I figured first, though, we could jump into some of the, uh, the smaller items before we get into the big stuff, though. All right. Uh, so first up, uh, this one, a little bit more for me, um, but this is, I think, it was pretty big news when it happened, but uh, uh, Campo Santos um, is a company that came together a few years ago. They were, In 2016, they actually released Firewatch. Yeah. Which was actually one of my 10 favorite games of that year when it came out. Uh, I think it was 2016, I want to say. Uh, but they were originally, um, they were like the two main co-writers off of The Walking Dead Season 1 from Telltale. Uh, left Telltale and made this company. But anyways, uh, at the Game Awards in 2017, they announced the first game of 2019 uh, in the Valley of Gods, uh, which looked fantastic. Looked like the same type of gameplay as like uh, Firewatch, uh, more of like kind of a walking sim kind of thing. Um, but anyways, uh, love Firewatch. Was like super excited for this. Well, last year they were bought by Steam or Valve rather, um, and it was. It's been. I've been thinking about it all year. Like not all year, but. Every so often, I think about I think about that game. I'm like, where the fuck is that game at? Like, is it gonna be a surprise announcement? Like, E3's coming up. Is it gonna be at a fucking state of play? Is it gonna be at a Game Awards or whatever? But, but finally, came out that they like. Well, the concern was towards the end of November they started taking like in uh, in the Valley of Gods was like taken off of their Twitter uh, description. It wasn't on the website anymore. So everybody's like, oh fuck, Valve canceled the goddamn game. And even though they said that they're not canceling the game. Um, don't find out what's going on is that a lot of the, de- the devs are now working on the, the new Dota game like expansion and also oh. they're working on the uh, the Half- Half-Life Alex game um, so the game is outright cancelled but it's been put on hold uh, oh. <laughs> Tim bless me sorry uh, I was trying to hold that in for a while but I, I just couldn't anymore but um, yeah so um, I don't know did you ever play Firewatch Gables? I played a little bit of Firewatch, but I never really completed it. I actually have it on the Xbox One. You son of a bitch! Uh, I understand. It's a uh, it's nah. a fantastic game. I know. Remember you and like I, I raved about it, and I remember Justin went and went in, went ahead because not mainly because of me, but partially because of me. I'm taking I'm going to take most of the credit though. Justin uh, uh, went went through and uh, went went ahead and bought that game and really enjoyed it too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was just like hearing that. Like it. Like I'm happy we got some update on it, but it was a. Uh, just a huge bummer to hear that. Um, you know, they're they're very talented over there. They're doing a great job uh, with Firewatch. Uh, in the Valley of Gods looks fantastic to me. What the the one trailer we got two years ago, over two years ago now at this point. Um, but uh, I don't know. I I'm just like just really upset about, it, a little bummed. Uh, and this is kind of the thing I was worried about when Camp Santos was. Uh, it was in the last year, the beginning of this year that they got bought. Um, and this is like, it's kind of like that that feeling whenever EA buys a company. It's mm-hmm. like now whenever you hear about it, like outside of Microsoft, like whenever you hear about a company buying 
like one of, one of the big companies buys another smaller company that does great things, you're like, God damn it. And that's kind of the feeling I have right now where it's like, fuck. Like they, they just ruined, they just took this beautiful, beautiful thing away from me. Uh, like EA does with like all the good, like everything good in gaming, like Bioware fuckers. God damn <laughs> Fucking, they, they ruined Mass Effect. Um, fuck Anthem. Uh, anyway, sorry. Went on <laughs> off topic. Uh, the post traumatic stress disorder of a freaking Packers fan. Anyway. <laughs> God, why did you have to go there, Gables? Why did you have to go there? Why did you bring that up? You, you son of a bitch. You have. You, you have one good season. You have one good season, and I, oh God, I'm gonna start calling you. You might as well be a Cowboys fan, Gables. Oh, oh no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we don't. I'm going there. I'm going there. <laughs> Fuck the Niners. <laughs> Go Seahawks. Oh, that hurt to say. I can't. I can't root for the Seahawks. I can't. Oh, do I it. can't believe you actually went through and said it. You know, I, like, I, I regret it immediately. <laughs> I regret it immediately. It's one of the top ten worst things I've ever said in my life. Uh, um, fuck the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> anyways, we're gonna we're gonna move on. God damn it! God damn it! This is I mean, this is getting worse for now. Uh, uh, moving on. Uh, so Outlast is a uh, Outlast was a game from 2014 that kind of came out of nowhere for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a PS Plus game. We've talked about it many times. One of the both of our one of our favorite games of that that year. Um, and they had, they had a sequel in 2016 or 17 that came out, and yeah, I thought it was okay. It got good reviews, but I, I just it didn't live up to the original. And I think more of it's just burnout for me of that that kind of that genre than anything because there's there's like a million of those fucking games that come out a year now. Um, but now they announced Red Barrels, the people that make the Outlast games, have announced that there is a new Outlast game coming out. Uh, it's still early in production, but it's called Outlast wow. Trials. Um, huh. And it's coming out. It's supposed to be set in the in the middle of the, in the Cold War era, so like the seventies. Um, shit. And it's a multiplayer game. I don't know if I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. So um, apparently, what it's like, it doesn't have anything to do with like Outlast one or two, obviously, because it takes place before that. But it doesn't have anything. It's in the same universe, but it's not like it has no ties to the games. Um, but it's like apparently, it takes. It's like. It's like you take on the role of like a test subject in like some unknown experiments, um, but there's no other details in that. But it's just like kind of interesting coming out with that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up, there's like some like early access that comes out sometime later, like later next year. Um, I don't. know. I just I don't know, Gables. I don't know about you, but to me that just the the kind of the point of those kind of like games is like you're alone. You have nothing. Like you have no weapons, nothing for protection, and. Like what's the? I don't like. I don't understand. What the hell is this game going to be? Why is new new? <laughs> I guess he's not a fan of this outlet outlet Charles either. <laughs> I understand. It's a terrible. It sounds like a terrible idea. I get it. I will you stop? Will you just stop it. <laughs> I yeah, think she I wants. A, I think she wants attention. But anyways, what, what, I don't know. Where, where are you on on this? To be perfectly honest, it kind of just sounds. Doesn't really sound too appealing to me. Why? Because it's like the whole premise of the original Outlast was like you're by yourself, you're trying to go and get some videotape footage or something like that from this asylum with all this various happenings so you get a new scoop, but then all of a sudden it just becomes a trial of escape to where you're trying to escape out of this big old asylum while this one dude, this 
one cult leader or something has taken complete control. And so it's like yeah. that type of a sense of helplessness on top of you can't attack anything. You have to just run and hopefully Hide. you make things go on and then endure all this other random shit. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like though that type of experience, that type of experience was like that type of, uh, thing i will not forget inside of that game and that's one of the reasons why i love the atmosphere and like the tension and all the other things in that game and then all of a sudden it's like hearing this where it's like almost sort of like an opposite type of effect to where it's like okay it's going to be a multiplayer game it's going to be set inside of a setting like a cold war and it's more than likely not going to have the same type of like features of whatsoever it just sounds really well it does not sound like it's focused. It just sounds like it's just scattered in multiple directions. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier, but like with the Star Wars game, where it's like it's just taking too much for anything. The only thing I can think of, like, what this is going to be, it's going to be like, um, like Left 4 Dead, like when you play it online with people, like, where you play it as like the monsters or something like that, or like a Friday the 13th type of situation. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. And I, I don't know. Maybe that could be fun, but. I just like the whole point. Like it just it destroys the whole point of those games to me. Um, they're not calling this. This is not out. They said this. They came out and said this is not Outlast Three. This is just a different thing. But mm. I don't know. I just like Outlast One and Two have done really well for them. I, I mean, all for the, all you know, good for them for doing something different. But I just feel like I don't know. I just I don't. None of this sounds good. And it's just kind of disappointing. Like, well, you know, I didn't care too much for Outlast 2, mainly because it was just like, Outlast 1 was good because I think part of it, a lot of it had to do with the fact that it was kind of one of the first games a lot of people on, on like, consoles played of that type. And it was really well made, too. But also the fact that I think Outlast, it was only, like, Outlast 1 was only, like, a three, four-hour game, where Outlast 2 was, like, a 10, 12-hour game. Yeah. Um, to me, it had that, like, that Portal 2 effect, where, like, Portal 1 was fantastic, but you can beat it in, like, two, three hours. And Portal 2 was, like, it's great, but it's like fifteen hour game. So I, I just I don't know. Maybe like I kind of feel like it looks like it just kinda of overstates it's welcome. Um I don't know, but here's hoping for the best. Uh but moving on to uh one of our topics here is uh MLB the show, which has been a PS4 exclusive for as long as it's been around since like what, two thousand five or six, I wanna say. Yeah. Um it is now and twenty starting in twenty twenty one, it will be coming to all consoles. Uh, so uh, they announced it in a, tw- in a, in a tweet uh, last week that it'll no longer be exclusive. So next year's will be um, the last one of the generation will be the last exclusive one, the PlayStation, and after that, it'll be coming to Xbox and Nintendo. No, I don't know anything about PC or anything like that, but uh, you know, but yeah, like <clears throat> no longer be exclusive. I don't know this kind of came as a stunner because this is like one of playstation's big like temple titles um especially being as like it's his only annual title that, that they have um to me it came as a big shock uh, i mean i know it sells it sells super well you look at it and the mpds like around uh, around springtime every year it does really well in the spring and the summertime uh even being exclusive um so i don't know what was your thoughts when you saw this well, my first initial thoughts was, yeah, I was shocked too because of the whole exclusivity stuff. But now when I think about it, how much is this tied to, like, say, Major League Baseball in and of yeah. itself? Yeah. Because let's look at it this way. PlayStation, Sony's PlayStation 4, even, like, just the PlayStation brand in general, that's the only place where you can actually play this MLB game. And uh, 
let's be perfectly honest here. There's no other types of alternatives for baseball games that are competent to actually go up against MLB the show. Yeah. And the thing about it is we had the 2K series, but that folded quite a number of years ago now. And what else we're getting is like this RBI baseball sort of facsimile that is based upon loosely from the original that was on the NES, but it's nowhere near like yeah. as good as the show, to be perfectly yeah. honest, in terms of the game, quality. Yeah, and those games don't come out. They, they get pretty bad reviews every, every year, too, every time it comes so, out. So... You know what? I'm glad that more people are going to experience it will be the show. At the same time, I kind of wonder if this was like some sort of leverage from ML, like Major League Baseball, saying, "Hey, we want our game on. We want this game that you endorse on multiple systems, or this or that and stuff, so that way we can get more profit from it." You know, that's yeah. kind of what I'm interpreting this as being. Yeah, that's kind of the way I thought about it too. After a little while, where like I feel like this is like I wouldn't be surprised if like their contract came up and they were renewing for a new deal with MLB the show and like like we'll let you keep making them but it's got to come to everything else and you know I'm sure Sony wasn't big on that but also the fact they're probably going to get a good cut of the money since it's still there's still Sony Studios working on it uh, I think it's um, I don't want it's not Santa it's not, it's not Santa Monica who is it San Diego Will's San Vagina? Diego Studios I think yeah it is. Will's, Will's Vagina Studios um, huh. is working on it um, but, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like this was like MLB, like kind of coming in, but it's like, it's definitely like kind of like the NBA games where like 2K was doing such a great job of making NBA games where like EA is just like, we can't compete. And it's just like 2K and EA were both making baseball games at the beginning of the generation. And then it was just like, or at the, uh, or at the end of last generation. And it's just like, you guys are just way better and they're not, everybody's just buying MLB the show. So we're just going to tap out, um, and that, that's the way I look at. It. Like, I, I, it's good for the gamers, and I, you know, I think it's in the end, it's going to. I mean, like I was just saying, like it's oh, it's always one of the better selling games. It's never going to be in like top ten. Maybe it will be now when it's going to be on everything starting in twenty twenty one. But um, like, it's always sold super well, even being on being an exclusive. Even when like PS three was like not doing super hot, those games always sell really well, mm-hmm. and like people don't even give a shit about baseball. I still really enjoy those games. Like I'm not the biggest baseball fan. I pay attention to just kind of what's going on. Um, I enjoy, do I do, I do enjoy watching like, the world series, the playoffs here and there, especially when the Braves are in it. Um, but like, I still really got big and like hooked into those games for a few years there where like I played them. Like I would stop playing Madden to play those games for a few months. Like that's how much I enjoyed those games. So um, like Justin, I remember even bought a couple of them. He enjoyed them so much. And, He's not, you know, he he likes watching baseball with his dad here and there, but he's not a baseball fan at all. Other than that, so um, yeah, I, I, it it just seems like I, it definitely doesn't feel like that would be a PlayStation thing, even though like Death Stranding is coming to PC um, next year. Um, I don't. This definitely feels like they were kind of like their hands were tied in the situation, like they had to do it. Um, but moving on, before we get so one last time before we get to the big stuff, uh, the MPDs for November are out now. So, uh, top 20 list, uh, all the best-selling games from uh, November of last month. So, I'm going to run through it. So, starting with number 20, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, 19, GTA 5. It's the fucking cockroach of video games, man. Uh, 18 is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. 17, Smash Brothers Ultimate. 16, Breath of the Wild. 15, Mario Kart 8. 14, Just Dance 2020. 13, The Outer Worlds. 12, Borderlands 3. 
FIFA 11, or FIFA, FIFA 11, FIFA 20 at 11, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 at 10, uh, number 9 is Need for Speed Heat, 8 is NBA 2K20, 7 is Death Stranding, 6 is Madden 20, 5 is Pokemon Shield, 4 is Pokemon Short, uh, Sword and Shield, the double pack, 3 is Pokemon Sword, 2 is Jedi Fallen Order, and 1 is Modern Warfare 2019 Call of Duty. Um, anything stand out to you on that? That's a very weird list this year, uh, this month. Yes, uh, that it, is. Uh, anything kind of stand out to you? Well, what stands out to me is actually Modern Warfare has actually stayed upon the uh, the top of the MPD list now for at least a couple months, whereas past iterations hadn't really stuck around, like, say, inside of uh, the number one spot, especially yeah. after the month of release. But uh, Oh, well, you're uh, right. That came out in October, didn't it? Yes, it did. Oh, and I forgot about that. It's right. actually consistently stayed on top fairly well. And that yeah. hasn't happened for a while now in terms mm. of the Call of Duty franchise. So that's definitely a success for Activision Blizzard when it comes to that regards. But uh, other than that, though, it's like, did we... God, what... I don't... It's just kind of funny, like, just seeing three different, like, Pokemon, like, skews and stuff. You have Sword, you have Shield alone, and then you have the Double Pack. And can we talk about the fact that the Sword and Shield Double Pack is ahead of Shield? Yes. Like, wh- How? I don't understand. <laughs> I know, right? It's like there's a bunch of people that bought both, and then there's most people that just bought Sword, which, you know what? As hilarious that sounds, I'm one of the ones that bought Sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems like they made the right choice, though, to be fair. Yeah, to be perfectly honest, though, it's like I had the chance to buy the double pack, but I just got Sword. <laughs> I understand. Do you get a discount for buying the double pack, or is it like... Is it the same bullshit? Where like, remember they did like with the 3DS ones? Well, you can buy you can buy both of them for eighty bucks, but you get twenty potions. To be perfectly honest with you, if you bought it through the retailer or Walmart, you'd still be saving like twenty bucks though, because oh, really? they'd be selling them for like fifty dollars a pop instead of sixty. So if you bought the double pack, you would just still be paying like a hundred instead of one hundred twenty. Really? Now I'm looking. At, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to look at this here. Let's see this. Because Walmart over the past like six months has been like. From what I've been noticing, they've been selling the retail games like uh, for fifty dollars, or huh. even like ten dollars less than the average. Except for some titles like Death Stranding and like Days Gone, where they were selling a full retail sixty bucks, and that was just mostly Sony's exclusives that uh, they couldn't get like a, a deal upon. Yeah. So like Best Buy has it; they're selling the double pack for one twenty, which is the same price, mm-hmm. but you get like Gigamax Meowth as a bonus for buying it. That's something that you would actually get automatically if you had Pokemon Sword or Shield. So, but, uh, uh, yeah. So there's, like, no benefit to buying this. Okay, then we go, I'm going to go to Amazon. Quintessentially, Tyler, okay, no matter what... This is weird. No matter what version you buy and stuff, if you do, like, a couple bits of, like, say, the uh, Wonder Trading, which there is Wonder Trading in that game, you yeah. can actually get some bit of, like, uh, the... Opposite versions of Pokemon relatively easily if you go and spend like a good solid like maybe day or so just wonder trading stuff. Yeah, I do like the the tweet. I think you retweeted it too, where it's like people were talking about on Christmas Day like being awesome during the wonder trades, like sending like mm-hmm. super cool Pokemon to people that just got it for Christmas. Yep. So I thought that was really cool. Like I remember, I remember like with Pokemon X and Y when that came out. Like that was like the beginning of this podcast. Like, oh, we yeah. were 20, 30 episodes in. You, me, and Jake spent, like, three hours after a show one night 
just doing wonder trades on, on oh youtube coaxed me into it it's like yeah and wow, then you like... kept getting all the good shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can just remember. I got a magneton. All of a sudden, Jay's like, "Oh, you goddamn!" It's like I got a. It's like I got a f- another goddamn ratatat. What the fuck? <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of. It's just funny to me that number three sword, number four sword and shield, number five shield. <laughs> so I've never like I. I I want to know, like, I wish they could put those together at one thing and, like, make that, like, I want to see where that would, like, would that be two, possibly? Would it be, could it be, I don't think it'd be one. I don't think it'd be Call of Duty. But, like, could that beat Star Wars at two? If they put all three together as one, like, one sale number? I believe they would. It would be, at most, probably number two, but still be outsold by Modern Warfare. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, look, I just... That's 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 funny to me, but uh, I don't know. Like, look at the rest of the list. Like, Death Stranding at seven. It's you know, I feel like November was kind of a light month for it what was. we're typically used to. Like, what we got, we got Star Wars, Pokemon, and Death Stranding. You know, three. You know, Star Wars and Pokemon, two of the biggest IP in the world. Death Stranding, one of the biggest. Uh, I mean, it's not it's a new IP, but it's Hideo Kojima's first game after Metal Gear. Um, so that's a little interesting. Um. Well, I'm a little shocked to see it kind of a little low on the list, but I, I think obviously if you take out, you make Pokemon Sword and Shield one thing, it's really fifth on the list. Um, and that's a game I need to get back to for sure. But I don't know. I, I kind of look at the list like Luigi's Mansion 3 at number 10. Kind of disappointing because the game did come, did come out on October 30th. Like to see that it dropped that far. And it's behind Need for Speed Heat, which that game kind of feels like it. it like, I, I realize that game came out, but I don't think a lot of people know that game came out. I feel like it just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this game's out now. Like, and that was like, you just saw some ads on like the PlayStation Store and the Xbox, and that was like the only way you knew the game came out. Um, I don't know. I just, it's kind of a weird list this year, I, I, this month for November. Like, I mean, obviously, like we said, it's kind of a, it's been kind of a weird year. November wasn't a big month. Uh, it's where usually we see like five or six big games come out that month. And we didn't have that this year. And now Madden 20 being sixth, that's weird to me. Like, there must have been some awesome sale or something. Um, I do want to, oh, man, I wonder, I wonder how big of a difference some of the Black Friday sales were, actually. Because, like, I think Madden 20 was, like, a $30 then. Uh, and, like, NBA 2K20 was probably, at eight was probably on sale. But, like, I don't know. Like, it was just weird. Like, Outer, Outer Worlds was, like, number two, I think, last month, in the month of October. And it dropped all the way to thirteenth already. Yep. So I don't know. And GTA Five is getting nineteen. I want to see Gables. I said this yeah. last year. It was like at this like this point this time last year. It was about this point where I'm like, it's gone, Gables. It's gone. Like I, I want to. It's it's the streak. <laughs> it's like Goldberg Street. It's it's Goldberg Streak of video games. Like it's got to come <laughs> off the list. Like where's Kevin Nash? Where's Scott Hall with the fucking uh, taser? Like someone needs to take it out. <laughs> I want to see. Oh. I want to see like fucking somebody come in and like tase that motherfucker. Uh, oh, God. Come off the list. Like it's got to go. I still have nightmares of that stupid angle. God <sighs> damn. Yeah. Goldberg should have lost a Diamond Dallas Page. That's the thing. I, the I Halloween Havoc. The month. Be- two months before. Yep. Halloween Havoc. I yeah. feel like that that should have been Three. a streak right there because that was an excellent match. I agree, but also the the, the bad part about that one. Remember though, the, that pay per view went off the air because they went over on time, 
So yeah. imagine if they would have beat the streak and nobody saw it. That actually would have been probably the biggest, like, uh, pissed off moments in all time. Yeah. yeah. See? See? So maybe it was a good thing. Not losing to Kevin Nash, but that didn't happen there. Know who should who should have done it? Uh, Gilbert. God damn it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking blinds up with a sparkler, spears him, jackhammer, go over. Streak's over. <laughs> should have done it. I should have done it. Uh, anyways, man, going deep into the fucking twenty. Was that nineteen ninety eight? Yes. Talking about wrestling. We're zooming we're... past like twenty years ago in the middle yeah. of an MPD list. I'm like, God. Damn. Yeah. Somehow our our November two thousand nineteen list, game of the year, uh, game of the month list turned into nineteen ninety eight WCW booking. <laughs> <laughs> Only on on Drickner, it's gonna happen. Oh, oh fuck, fuck. I don't know. It, it's it's a weird it's a weird list. Uh, but we're in weird times um, in this generation. Hey guys, sorry for the abrupt ending there, but we went kind of long this week, so I thought I'd go ahead and split this up into two shows. Uh, so check back in a few days with our thoughts on the state of play from PlayStation and the Game Awards. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show and see you in a few days. Bye guys. <laughs>